What was the result? Three, three premiership, three for me and two for them. Okay, everyone, we're back. Uh, it's been a couple weeks. Um, sorry about that again. We're, we, but from now on, we're committed. Uh, it's thick of the season. We're committed to get having pushing out an episode every week. Uh, today we we have just Hunter. Uh, not, we have Hunter in front of here today. No, Chris. Fortunately, would have loved to have him here. You know, because you know, everyone managed to beat United somehow. But um, he's off. He's off being a good boyfriend or something like yeah, that. Yeah, something like that. Uh, but uh we're uh a lot of stuff a lot of again like this is the thick of the season a lot of stuff happened uh i think we're going to start off our discussions with europe um to give a quick recap of what else happened uh in the europa league uh rangers beat braga which i think is a pretty big upset uh adelanta leipzig leipzig won they're having a crazy season i think christopher and kunku is worth having a discussion about later uh west ham thrash leon uh but Roma finally beat arch rivals Bodo Glint in a in a in a in a in a, in a game that that Jose Mourinho put out a massive tweet that said passion. You can tell that they Roma really feels this win against this um, against what are they Norwegian, the Norwegian top flight side. Um, uh, Liverpool drew three three against Benfica, but they're going through in the Champions League. Uh, and then actually a huge upset. I don't know if we'll. I don't know if you maybe we should talk about this. Maybe we shouldn't. I'll leave it up to you guys. But Villarreal actually knocked out Bayern, which is like a is which is pretty massive. They're in the semis of the Champions League now. Um, but in the the real things that we're going to talk about to start out with are the are the big games. And the first one that happened that uh, probably the biggest games of the quarters was Madrid Chelsea. So Hunter, let's uh, I'll let you I'll let you recap this and tell me what you how you're feeling. And what's his, what's his, uh, what's his time limit? His, on his time limit, his time limit, uh, his recap time limit is two minutes. His discussion time limit is about three. Also, wait, Karen, did you, did you remember to introduce yourself? I don't think so. No, I think people just know my voice by now. I think it should be okay. Okay. If the, if the host doesn't introduce himself, it's Karen. Yeah. Process of elimination. Um, but, but yeah, um, I was listening uh, to this game. Well, I had it on my phone, but I was listening to it while I was at work. Um, shout out Ohio Men's Club Rugby. Uh, and it was, it was kind of one of those things where it's like I was able to watch the first half. I was able to watch Tony Rudiger's goal. I was able to, to, to watch um, Mason Mount's goal. I was able to watch Marcus Alonso have a goal disallowed. In the, uh, in, in the second half now, but it just felt like the whole game we were going to pull one over on Real Madrid, um, you know, and act like the defending world champions that we are. Um, Timo Werner scored, uh, scored, scored that game. He also had an assist. Um, I'm glad he's been able to, to turn it around, hit an assist today as well. Um, but it just kind of felt like, you know, once Marcos Alonso's goal was, was disallowed, 
Um, and I, I hate that new, that, that new handball rule where it's like, even if it's incidental and doesn't affect the run of play and your arm is against your body, if it hits your hand, it's a handball and the goal shouldn't be allowed. Um, so that kind of deflated the balloon a little bit, but then, you know, Timo, Timo Werner came back and, and scored a goal of his own. And it felt like we were kind of flying, but it appears that Luka Modric had other plans. Um, honestly, one of the best passes I've seen with the outside of his right boot channeling his inner uh, Quaresma. His inner Jordan Henderson. His inner Jordan Henderson. Um, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't go that far, but, uh, you know, without that amazing pass by Luka Modric, Chelsea go through and, and you know, we draw, we probably draw City again, but that's fine because we're into the semifinals. Um, I think I think Chelsea put up a really really good fight. It's just Real Madrid are you know what 13, 14 time Champions League winners, something like that. So and 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 they played like it. Did you did you think it was going to come off? Like were you like was it was it like beyond just like oh I really hope this happens? Like was it really like like, oh, like, like, I can see this happening. Well, at the start of the game, um, it was like, eh, as long as we play well, we're already down 3-1, you know, whatever. We'll figure it out. We have, we have other things that, uh, that we can do. We have other tr- uh, trophies that we can win, um, you know, but then we went, three nil up in the game in the 75th minute which would have put us ahead and all we had to do was kind of wait not wait but kind of just defend for 15 minutes but you know Luka Modric said fuck you and we're we're going to extra time so like for once once Marcos Alonso scored that goal I was like okay I believe now um I believe that we will win I wasn't quite chanting that but, uh, um, but yeah, and then, and then Timo Werner, you know, put us ahead on aggregate. And I said, okay, great. We're probably going through. And then my hopes were dashed quite spectacularly. Bad, bad man. Kareem Benzman. <laughs> he was, he was I mean, probably it, disappointed to not get another hat trick. It, yeah. <laughs> it just freak, it, it just fucking figured that like, if it was going to be anybody, it was going to be Modric. And Benzema. That Modric ball is insane. It's I, absurd. I, feel like, I haven't, I feel like that needs to be like shouted out. Like outside of the foot into the box, like it was ridiculous. Like for like, it was like a 30 yard pass with the outside of his foot. It was insane. And Rodrigo, like I, I heard the commentator or the, like when I watched the high, high, unfortunately, like I, these, these games happen too late in the day for me to be able to watch them. Like I'll probably stay up for the semis, but like the quarters, I was just like, fuck this. Like, I need to go to bed. Um, but I woke up and I like watched the highlights. I saw the commentator being like, easy finish for Rodrigo. And I was like, that was not an easy finish at all. The hell? Like, <laughs> he had to like side volley that like with defender on his back. Like, uh, but and then the Benzema header was just classic. Like if, it was just classic Benzema. Like that's, if, he, if he's going to score a goal, like that's exactly the type of goal I was going to expect him to score. Um, but yeah, I don't know. The, Madrid is going through. Who are they playing in the semis? Oh, Man City. City, baby. Yeah. That's going to be gigantic. I I mean, we'll probably preview it before it happens, but 
I, I don't know. I actually have no idea who I think is going to win that. Speaking of City, uh, they were able to hold on to a 0-0 draw against Atletico after going up 1-0 on aggregate. And they're through. Are we – I mean, they're playing Madrid in the next round. Um, so also, shout out – I mean, I know Pronov hates Atletico, and I know – I'm not really sure about Hunter's feelings for Atletico, but I like Atletico. And I wish I, – I mean, having lost two Champions League finals, I always feel bad for them when they get knocked out. Um, but how are we feeling about City in this competition, especially against well, Madrid? Let, let me just say, I wouldn't have minded Atletico knocking out City. I'm not looking forward to possibly beating City again for fucking four times this season. Um, but, I mean, how, how are we feeling about City? I don't know. I just hope this, whichever witch is casting the juju that, that he or she has been casting, please continue to keep casting it because this, this City not winning a Champions League is – it like it, it's like it's like holding me on by by a string, and I will be I'll be very upset if City do win a Champions League. Um, and yeah, especially because like the whole thing is like oh like like you can't you can't buy passion, you can't buy magic, you can't buy trophies, which I mean they have, but like not the Champions League. So also uh, like funnily enough that, that that never applies to Madrid for some reason. It's just like like now they're just like oh it's in their DNA, but like they bought a lot of trophies, <laughs> they bought a lot of Champions League trophies. The whole Galacticos thing was just glorified buying Champions League trophies. Yeah, I think they were they were the original city in PSG. I mean, they, they, they at least they're I think they're not as like hated for it because they're able to do it off of history in terms of buying players as opposed to oil money. But uh, they're still the ones who ruled financially and just like won Champions League basically by buying them. Um, but I don't know. I mean, I. I, I, I'm of the mindset that if City are able to get past Madrid, I actually think they'll probably beat Liverpool in the final. I'm not sure why that's just a feeling. Uh, yeah, I don't know. But, uh, Country, you got any thoughts on this City Atletico, City Champions League type of game? I, th- I think the antics that were kind of going on where it's like City, ba- basically just the body of Manchester City, kind of like attacking like the way that Atletico plays where it's just like, okay, like let's play like a nine one and then just let Joe Felix or Griezmann or whoever just run around up front by himself. And then we'll just sit in a block of five, a block of four, and just, we just won't lose. Um, so I, I kind of like that. Um, I've never really had anything against Atletico um, just because Chelsea almost never play them, so it's not really a an issue in my head. Um, but after watching City this season, especially against teams like Liverpool, it's like I really hope that they don't win the Champions League just because it's City. But also, like if they do, they probably deserve it, um, whether they bought bought it or not. Like they're genuinely one of the the best and classiest teams out there. So it's like it's not like they like you know bought one player and turned everything around. It's like they have, you know, kind of like 20 to 21 players that can do a job. I definitely, I definitely agree with you where um, if City win it, they do deserve it. Um, But like, I'll never admit that again. Uh, But yeah, I mean, one thing, one thing that's interesting is like after, so after Liverpool went through against uh, Benfica, um, it like every every team that they could have had in the final would have been a like I mean 
Suppose it would be really real. I'm like fairly confident. Um, hopefully that won't come bite me in the ass, but I'll put it out there that I'm pretty confident. Uh, any team that we would possibly meet in the final is like a pretty big storyline. So like like Chelsea would have been Chelsea actually would have been the third cup final. That would have been wild um, <laughs> this season. Uh, Madrid would have been just a repeat of uh, Kiev, which was like pretty devastating um, <clears throat> as a Liverpool fan at the time. And then Atletico, they put us out the year after we won in pretty devastating fashion. They, they, they kind of ripped us apart and destroyed us uh, then um, the year we won the league. And then City, obviously, I mean, the, that, I don't really need much introduction to that. So, I mean, no matter what, it's going to be like one hell of a final, um, whether, it's, whether it's City or Madrid. Um, I mean, let me ask you, like, like, is there any doubt in your mind that, that Liverpool – Villarreal is going to be like a competition. Like they did, Villarreal did, did put out Juve and Bayern. Yeah, I mean, I think it'll be a competition for sure. I don't think Villarreal is just going to like, I don't think Liverpool is going to trounce them. Like also like they just drew Benfica 3-3. And like, I mean, they they were they, they beat him pretty convincingly in the first leg. But I don't know. I I, I, I do think they'll win. And I don't think it's going to, but I don't think it'll be. A I, I mean, our, okay, our back four was Gomez, Matip, Konate, and Simikas. Like, we were playing a full-on, like, second-string back four. Miller Fair. started. Like, um, I mean, it's more that, like, I just don't think – like, Villarreal also, like, I think Villarreal is better than Benfica. Um, but I think – yeah, I don't know. I think Liverpool will win, but I don't think it's going to be, uh, like, a 5-0 on aggregate type thing. I, don't, I think it'll be a nice – 2-1, like, maybe they'll draw them in the second leg, but Liverpool won 2-0 in the first, something like something like that. I don't like know. if I if I take anything from the, the Liverpool Benfica game, is that uh we didn't play we didn't start Salah or Mane and we still scored three. Um so I think I think I think more uh, that gives me more confident than it gives me pause. Like I think looking at the scoreline, like what you said makes sense, but then looking at who played, um like Fabinho wasn't Fabinho's basically just like tying our team together this season. Um, it has been going, has been like for the past couple of seasons, but it has been like underrated in doing so. Um, yeah, but you felt that it was still Jota, Firmino, and Diaz, but you guys, well, yeah, yeah. That, that's why it's that's why it's like excited. That's why I'm like, like happy about it. That's why it's exciting. Um, like I'm not, I'm not complaining. I'm not, I'm not saying it was like a, like a bad front three or anything. I'm just saying that like, like our two most potent attackers weren't playing. Um, and I mean, I guess uh, to counter your point from, yeah, your midfield kind of, but like. I feel like Gomez was supposed to be better than Matip for a while. Um, yeah, but he also, like, on right back, he's, like, not doing so hot. Actually, he, he put a really thick ball to Firmino. Wasn't there a or, point where Sipkos was going to displace Robertson in the season? Uh, I mean, like, Robertson kind of went through a rough, rough path. Like, Simikas is, like, first-team quality, just like Robertson's just really, really good. Oh, yeah, Robertson's um, one of the best backs in the world. Yeah, but, like, I, I, don't, I don't trust, like, Karate Matip back too like like center back pairing um they're just both very like mistake prone and um they don't have yeah. like the they don't have like the the ball playing ability of van dyke who starts a lot of our attacks um but like yeah I, i'm i mean that, that's why that's why i'm so confident against uh VRL. like i'm not i wouldn't say i'm super confident on the season i don't see us like i don't expect three points against spurs uh, especially in the form they've been in minus this past week but i i, I expect us to get the champions league final and anything less than that is a disappointment I mean, yeah, uh, I really hope Villarreal knocks you out um, uh, for obvious reasons. But, I mean, I, I just want to quickly – I mean, like, they do deserve some discussion uh, before we move on. Like, their team, looking at it on paper, it's got some players, and it's got some players I've never heard of. Like, Jared Moreno is obviously a big player. Etienne Capu, I think, used to be on Spurs, like, 10 years ago. <laughs> um, 
Lichelso, uh Danny Pereira is a pretty big player. Uh, Coquelin, I, I don't know. Like they're they're over for. I would so quickly see how they're doing in La Liga right now. Third seventh. All right. Um, but I don't know. Hopefully, hopefully they get Unai Emery. Well, imagine I, I like I think the like if Villarreal somehow beat us. Like obviously I'll be rooting for Villarreal. Actually, I don't know. I I, I consider myself a Madrid yeah, fan, yeah. but also the the storyline yeah. of Villarreal winning the Champions, only getting to the Champions because they won the Europa League off the twenty second penalty, and then getting and then winning the Champions League is too ridiculous of a storyline not to root for. You know, it's it's a pretty it's a pretty insane storyline. Um, like the more I think about it, like who they've knocked out, like. Is this all like they're in the semis? Like, is here before we go? Is this on a level of Ajax in 2019? Is this the same level of insanity? I don't. I Ajax never had to beat like who? Who did Ajax beat? They beat Madrid and Juventus. Yeah, also beat coming off a coming off a Champions League final, like or that was. But, yeah, I, I mean it was. It was a Ronaldo less Madrid, but a Ronaldo full Juve. <laughs> uh, I don't know. I, I, I think the Villarreal one is more impressive because I think Bayern are more out and out contenders, were more out and out contenders than um, with like the, the most informed striker or like the second most informed striker because Benzema is, is heating up. But um, I say Villarreal is more impressive, but I think the fact that the fact that I asked, like everyone was young, like the two best players were fucking 18 at the time is. Yeah. Kind of, no, what what I was going to say is um, the Villarreal team, this is more impressive for Villarreal, but the Ajax team is better. So it was, it was just a better team. Um, I think, uh, I think Emery needs a lot of praise. Like, I don't know what he's doing in La Liga. Like, I don't, <laughs> like, I don't know if he's just throwing that out the window, but. Like I think I'm pretty sure VRL, like I think they they lost their last La Liga game before they played Bayern, but they literally played like an entirely rotated eleven. Maybe maybe there were one or two players. I think even the goalkeeper was rotated, um, just so they'd be fresh against Bayern, and it worked. The gamble paid off. Uh, Andrew, do you who what do you think is better, the Ajax or this Villarreal? Well, it, it depends what what you define as better. I think like the bigger underdog is obviously Ajax and, and kind of going through, like they've both had to defeat similar level opponents. Right. But Ajax isn't playing in a top five league, you know, like, I don't, I don't even know who their manager was at the time. It was Ten Hag. It was, it was Ten Hag, yeah. And what, what, okay. It's like the thing um, that made him like, that forced him into the spotlight that made him like yeah. a big manager. That's yeah. the only reason. That's the only reason when it was like Manchester United's new manager is going to be Eric Ten Hag. I wasn't off googling Eric Ten Hag. I knew who he was because I asked, and that's the only reason. Yeah. So, so it's like, you know, it, it, who, who, like, like who would win in a game? You know, like that Ajax team or this Valencia team? I don't know, but I think like the bigger story, like the bigger feel good story, is probably uh, the Ajax team. I think it was like talked about a lot more. I don't know. Like I feel like yeah. I feel like no, well, I think rightfully so. You know what I mean? Like it's it's you know like let's okay, so so six, the Villa... sixth or seventh best league, you know, but like so, so they're not think... playing great competition week in, week out, and they still show up and beat Juventus and and and, and Real Madrid. But like I that think... that Ajax run is absolutely immortalized, right? Spurs, I feel like that's even more talked about than like like the Spurs comeback, which is like all time comeback. Um, 
but I don't. I feel like this this Villarreal run is going to be like forgotten about. I also think that this, that Ajax team was like they were looked at like people were kind of considering them contenders going into the semi. Like they were like, I don't know. Like I I think they they had an outside chance of winning. I mean, everyone thought that, but at, like going in, like especially they went up two zero against Spurs and all that 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 entire like situation. They going into that semi, people are people wasn't a, it wouldn't be a shock if they had beaten Spurs and gotten to a final. I think everyone here, we all think that Liverpool is going to pretty comfortably beat Villarreal. So. I mean, like, yeah, like, like we feel that, but like, we, I, I you know, like, I, I don't think anyone would be at fault for thinking that Bayern would comfortably beat Villarreal. That's and they true. couldn't even do that. Like they could, they, they lost and then drew, you know what I mean? Um, but I think, that, I think that kind of goes more towards like the point of like Spurs being Spurs, just because like, we're not used to seeing Spurs ever make it to finals. So it's like, okay, like this is the last chance they have of fucking it up. So they probably will. Um, and also like everyone's hearts were kind of like with the underdog story. So it's like, okay, like, do Ajax have a better team? I don't know, but do I think they're going to win? Yeah, I think because it's the feel-good story. Well, um, the, the Ajax team was also, like, it was also a sick team, and, like, that team was torn apart and sold for parts, you know? Like, that's not going to happen well, to the real team. It's, they're, they're it's a players. sick team. Like, besides, like, I don't know. I, I feel like it, it's a sick team now, but, like, at the time, it's, like, all of their best players were, like, just breaking through. So, like, if, if if you were to put it together and be and like do like a like if they had never sold anybody it would be a sick team but at the time i don't think they were as complete of a team as we may, might remember them they just well, okay. played that way like it, madrid's not going to come in for gerard moreno like like juve's not going to like steal any so, like, well because gerard moreno moreno is not 18 years old and, and and doing and scoring the goals that that he has been if he was 18 years old and scoring however many goals you know, it's gotta I, be like twenty something. I think he's late twenties. No, no, he's thirty. Yeah, he's there. You go. Um, but it's like you get you put his goal tallies on an, on a seventeen, eighteen year old because I think one of De Jong or Delit was seventeen at the time. So it's like I think both of them were. I think they were both either seventeen or eighteen. And yeah, but like <laughs> extremely, extreme, extremely, extremely young to be first of all to be captaining that team at the Delit, Jesus Christ. Um, but then second of all, like being like the, like the wizard in the midfield, like De Jong is, you know what I mean? Like, of course they were going to get picked up by big teams, but Gerard Moreno is now kind of settled as a, yeah. as a, as a player. I almost said this, this Villarreal team is like full of like, other than like Chiquese, it's pretty much full of like vets, like guys who are like 25 plus, um, Parejo, Capu, Moreno. I think, uh, I think, uh, uh, I think Foyth is pretty young. I think. Yeah. At right back. Tottenham. I remember him going on loan. There's so uh, many Tottenham players on this team. It's hilarious. It's just hilarious. <laughs> um, Alcacer, Tottenham though. couldn't make it out of the group stage conference, the Europa Conference League group stage. Uh, Roberto Soldado, I think, went from Tottenham to to Villarreal. Yeah. Dude, no, Serge Aurier is on this team. Yeah, Serge Aurier. Like, I like forgot about him. What the fuck? Um, Los Celso. Yeah, Los Celso. Yeah. Like, uh, it might Capu. be a different Foyth, I think. I don't no, know. No, it's the same Foyth. It's the same Foyth? Okay. It's the same Foyth. Juan Foyth. Um, but, um, but, but no, I, he's Argentinian. It's Juan. I think, I think at the end of the day, like, 
the Ajax team will go kind of in the Champions League walk of fame next to Porto and Villarreal is like, just like, oh, it's a happy surprise. But oh, it's still, I mean, Porto, Porto's, Porto won it. Like, that's... Well, yes, but like, it's still that's... incredible that, like, like... Porto I think has, Porto has never been a, a a top top team. You know what I mean? Like they just. No, I'm saying I I think if you're talking about Ajax versus Porto, I think Porto's like way more. They won. Well, the yes, but I'm saying like in terms of like in the class of the best underdogs, like yeah, they go together, and Villarreal doesn't even come close because like I just, mean, just because now. they're not perennially in the Champions League semifinals doesn't mean they're not like a good like a a. a what what's the different? What's the opposite of, of an underdog? Uh, an overcat. An, uh, an overcat? I don't fucking know, but it's like I, I I just don't think they belong in the same category. It's it's still a good story, but I, but I don't think they touch what I acted. We're well, we're 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 saying that now. As if they beat Liverpool, then they definitely do. Um, but we'll we'll see. Probably not going to happen. All right, moving on. Um, you know, we were talking about the Barcelona resurgence of late, uh, and they, they, they've been pretty resurgent. Usman Dembele is coming to form. All sorts of, like, good good players. Like, Aubameyang's been scoring off the charts. Um, but, you know, they came up against Eintracht Frankfurt in Europa League quarterfinal, uh, and I think they the first leg was, like, a 1-1 draw or something like that. And, you know... It was uh, they're they're out of the Europa League when a lot of people are seeing them as his contenders. Philip Kostic, actually, uh, underrated player. I feel like he should go some he or he should have gone to like a Chelsea or a Inter or something like that. We saw in Frankfurt, um, but he uh, yeah, he scored a penalty, scored another goal, and then the Rafael Santos Bor is a uh, Argentinian player. From River Plate, I think he also again scored, and then Barcelona left it too late. Two goals in the 90th, and they're out of the Europa League. Any any thoughts? Um, I didn't watch this game. Uh, well, I, I unfortunately I can't watch any games because I can't watch games at work. Uh, which fucking this midweek stuff sucks. But um, I don't know how there was a 90 plus 11. Like what happened? Uh, I don't know. Bruno Fernandez got on the phone to the ref, I guess. <laughs> I, I, I don't know how to end up 90 plus 11, but um, I don't know, man. Barcelona shouldn't be going out to 10th place Bundesliga. I, I, here, I'll, I'll frame this question a little bit differently then. Um, like, we were talking about the Xavi resurgence, and I think a lot of people, because of the Xavi resurgence, were saying that Barcelona was going to, you know, they're their favorites. Without this, right, is this season still a big success or like that we're all like thinking that it's going to be or is it kind of like all right like they didn't win this is like it, i don't know Next if, they, if they can stay second it'll be a small w um but i think especially with the history of barca it's like if you don't have a have a trophy it's kind of like the whole season is, is a loss, but to see the growth, I think it has to be at least a, a little bit of a success. I think, I mean, I think it's fine. Um, I think Xavi has shown what he can do. I do think that the win against Real Madrid has been overstated a little bit. Like 
Madrid weren't like yeah, to lose four 0 is like rough, but also Madrid weren't trying super hard going into that game. Ancelotti was trying out some. He thought he was Pep Guardiola trying out some like eight D chess tactics, but and it didn't come off. But um, yeah, I, I think I think it's not as much of a success as people like people were assuming like going into this match, and this this match kind of like gave the reality of it. But at the same time, like. Barcelona is looking good to going forward and they will be in the Champions League for next season, which was in doubt. And now it's not in doubt at all. Um, so I think that way it's, it's after the first five games played, this is like a mind blowing success, right? No one expected Barcelona to be doing this well. Um, so I, I think, I think that I don't think Xavi should be too disappointed. You know, I mean, you shouldn't be not getting knocked out by Frankfurt uh, in this individual result, but in general, um, also, my, my dream has now been crushed. Uh, Marco yeah. will not be clattering Barcelona at, at Camp Nou. But they would have played would've. each other, too. <laughs> they would have actually played each other. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, it makes no sense. Like, I, I said this on, on a previous pod, but, like, it's almost like those two teams exist in, like, two different sports in my mind. Like, like them playing each other, like, doesn't compute for some reason. <laughs> I demand uh, a preseason friendly between the between Barca and West Ham. Uh, the uh, I don't know the whole. This will it'll just be uh, I it, I don't even know what I'm saying. It uh, the, the the idea of West Ham that first off West Ham in the Europa League semis. I actually want to say this quickly that since we're talking about the Europa League, West. I mean it's a pretty big competition. We have West. Look, the semis are like, like you know, it's West Ham, Frankfurt, Leipzig, and Rangers. I, I don't even know who I think was going to win this at the end of the day. If I had to put money on it, I'm going to put, say, Leipzig. Uh, but other than that, I think West Ham is probably the favorite remaining. I don't know if you guys have any thoughts on that. Leipzig is probably I, – I, I'll, I'll look it up what the favorite is. But, I, like, I would say that Leipzig is probably the favorite, but I'm, I'm going West Ham all the way now. My, all my eggs are in one basket. I, I also think that West Ham uh, ha- not only has what it takes to win the damn thing, but also – you know, I'm with Pranav. I'm a, I am one of the eggs in Pranav's basket. It's just um, like West Ham. Don't winning. say that. <laughs> <laughs> what, what? It's just I, I'm just kind of mind blown, like of the fact that West Ham might win a European trophy. Like it's just it just kind of like it just blows my mind. I'm yeah, sorry. I agree. Exactly. Like like it doesn't doesn't compute. You know, like it just doesn't like, make any sense. <laughs> how are they going to do this? Um. But I mean, Leipzig again and Kunku, dirty goals in all competitions as a center midfielder. Well, none of the none of the other he teams have the chosen, a lot. None of the other teams have the chosen one as their manager, so oh, West yeah. Ham's got a leg up. Um, I mean, also, I just okay. want to say, um, of the four math of the twelve teams remaining. In all in the conference league, the Europa League, and the Champions League, four of them are English, which is kind of nuts. We have the the Premier League has at least one team yeah. in each of the remaining competitions. Uh, and I mean, actually, like speaking, I forgot to say this. Leicester actually did knock out PSV, which is a relatively big win for them, and they are playing Roma in the uh, Conference League semis, which will be a. I think that's going to be – I don't know about you guys, but I am, like, really excited for that game. But um, we will we will see. We will see what's going to happen. All right, moving on to 
possibly the biggest story of this entire last two weeks. Everton lost to Burnley in spectacular fashion. It was an absolute Richarlison, scored two penalties, and we had to concede in the 90th minute. It, it was just, uh, what's it called? What's his name? That fucking, that, that French dude, Cornet, I think scored the goal, the winner. He's definitely African. Or he's, he's, I think he's African. He's Ivorian. He's Ivorian, but I think he's, of, I think he was born in France. Probably. I'm pretty sure he's but like. He's, he's, he's definitely like a, Ivorian. He's like a Jermaine Jones type situation with the Ivory Coast. Um, but we uh, were, we're uh, and then, you know, in spectacular fashion loss to Burnley in really shitty situation, like where we were fucked. And then somehow, some way, we managed of an Anthony Gordon deflection to goal. We managed to beat Burn, uh, beat Man U, which I mean, well, no one here needs. We don't talk about Man U. I mean, we'll, we will later. But um, the I don't fuck whatever. This is all about average. We beat Man U, and now all of a sudden we are sitting in the table. Let me just quickly go look. You're currently still 17th, but we have a four point gap on Burnley. They did draw with a game in hand. They did draw West Ham today. Um, so a three. Oh, actually, no, no games in hand. No games in hand. Never mind. I didn't realize Burnley had also not played games. No, um, no, no. It's a three-point gap, and Everton have a game in hand. Oh, I'm now looking. Here, at what the fuck are you looking? <laughs> oh, my 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 table wasn't refreshed. Never mind. Um, yeah, you're right. Three-point gap with a game in hand. Uh, how again? How close are we to the drop? This was. I don't think anybody anyone realized thought these results were going to happen the way they did. I, for one, had full faith that everything could pull, possibly pull something off against United. I thought that was exactly the kind of result that would happen. Um, I wouldn't say that I predicted it, but I I definitely didn't not see it coming, if that makes any sense. Um, I was entirely unsurprised. Uh, to be honest, this is actually the result that should have been pulled off against City also, but I, I have an entire seven games to still be bitter about that. And probably an entire summer to be bitter about that also. So, um, but anyway, uh, I mean, I kind of wish Chris were here. I just, just to hear, because um, Chris, Chris is, like, Chris is going to shit on United regardless. Um, that's that's fine. That's just his MO. Um, he's a, he's a, he hates what he loves. But uh, just to see the discourse of um, the whole Lampard narrative playing out, like, to, to be fair, like, I'm, I'm with Chris on this. Lampard's not a good manager thing, but... Uh, Chris doesn't have much of a leg to stand on anymore after, after Everton beat United. So um, I do, I, mean, I do want to say, um, I we Chris told us that he wasn't going to be here, so I asked him for a quote, and and all he gave me was United will lose to Liverpool five to zero again. Um, so that's about how much faith he has. But I will say that uh, I think Lampard is is approaching the win tally that that Rafa had beforehand. Um, in less games. So, for all intents and purposes, he improved Everton's form. And I'll take that as a W for my boy. Improving it right down to 17th place. <laughs> if I have to choose between Lampard and Rafa, I'm still going to give uh, Lampard more support. Uh, he's also, I don't know. I mean, Rafa beat Arsenal, Lampard's beat United. We, uh, they have the same level of team. Rafa beat a on. shitty Arsenal. Yeah, he did. But, but I will say, And what, Lampard beat a good United? Season, <laughs> season, ever to get relegated. Just, 
If Everton get really if Everton go down, let it be what did you say? Sorry, you, you cut off. I said if Everton go down, let it be known that they beat Arsenal and United this year. Um so Which is hilarious. It's uh let's it, yeah, it doesn't make and and by all of by all of Kieran's predictions, they're also gonna beat Liverpool. So <laughs> um what is that game? It's like in a couple weeks. Oh, it's next week. Ooh, I gotta add that to my uh, calendar. All right. Well, moving on. The uh, well, okay. I mean, Prem Viewer in full swing. The title race and FA Cup had two Liverpool City games back to back happening this week, um, and they were both uh, relatively exciting. I will say, um, the first one obviously was the title race game. Uh, it was two two draw. Uh, from what I know about the game, it was a fun time. Kind of, I think you can probably go more into it if you feel like it. And then also in the FA Cup, Liverpool went on and trashed City in the first half, and then City somehow came back and scored two goals in the second. But I don't know. Floor is all you. You can go. You have five minutes to shout out about this. Um, why does wait, Why does he get five minutes? And I don't, and I usually get a minute thirty. What the fuck? Because this is a title race, Hunter. Because. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> um, well, okay. And also, this is two games, okay. Uh, well, first of all, the, the first game, um, 2-2, uh, this is – I mean, a lot, a lot of people – see, I didn't get to watch a lot of it because – okay, so I was in Victoria Freehouse, which is the, the Liverpool bar in Philly, um, <clears throat> and it, like, filled up. And, like, we got there early, but we wanted a table to eat, so we went upstairs, and then upstairs none of the TVs were working. You know, by the time we went back downstairs – um like we like couldn't see the tvs um so we, we were watching it like on our phones upstairs but, but it was so delayed that like 15 seconds before a goal would go in like we'd hear the reaction from downstairs and then we just expect whatever to happen on the screens um but uh highlight of my life the liverpool throw-in coach uh major celebrity was there he just walked up to us upstairs and goes I'm doing a Q&A at halftime and, and we all like look at each other because we're like, who the fuck is this guy? But like no one was no one was going to say it because like they, they, they just be out as like a fake fan, but no one knew. Um, and this guy's like, I, I'm the throw-in coach for Liverpool. And I'll, I have my face. I mean, you, you, I, honestly, if you, if you hear my girlfriend describe it, she does it like better. Um, she yeah, actually she sent me a like, Snapchat of you saying he's too starstruck. <laughs> like it's just you staring at this guy while he's talking. <laughs> I like I like jumped. I was like, I was like, oh my god, no, no, you're not. He's like, he's like, yeah. I was like, can I take a picture with you? So now I have a bunch of pictures with with uh, Thomas Gordon Mark. Um, so anyway, I figured out a way to. There's a, there's another staircase, and I was able to watch the game like like with the fans, whatever. Um, and uh, uh, yeah, so the, and then after the game, I got to talk to this guy. Uh, we did the Q and A, um, and then I got to talk to him for like an hour after the game. It was just like me, him, and like like three other guys. Uh, I don't know how that ended up happening. He just ended up sitting next to me and we started talking. Um, but yeah, it was, it was like, well, first of all, it was, it was really cool to like, uh, I think that the biggest part of it was that like, I basically learned that like Liverpool is exactly like what we as fans like think of Liverpool as like, like as like one big happy family. And that like, um, like everyone who leaves Liverpool, like regrets leaving Liverpool and all that stuff. And like, everyone's really happy there and likes to train together, blah, blah, blah. Um, and he he says he says Klopp gives the best hugs and he also really likes beer and I was like that that all tracks, um so yeah uh, enough about uh, him um, great guy still a little bit starstruck still still recovering, uh so anyway the the match um I mean 
it's I guess it was kind of like exactly what we thought it was going to be. I'm very unsurprised at the result. And I before the match, I would have if someone said, like, take a draw, I'd be like, no, fuck you. Um, but like. Maybe like 40 minutes into the match, uh, it was pretty clear that like a draw would have been a solid result and it ended up being so. Um, so. I don't know. I was I was like sitting there pretty upset after the match because like we do have a harder fixture list than City and we do it is a little bit more difficult um, for us to win those games, especially because we're in we're also in like all the other competitions as well. Um, uh, City did have the City did have to like take Atletico after us, um, which must have been pretty rough, but. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, like you, you guys, you guys also watched it. What did you think about the performance? Because I, I thought it was like, like from you, from your guys' perspective, it must have been a wonderful match. But from my perspective, I was freaking the fuck out, man. I like couldn't breathe. So, no, Hunter just stripped. I got a little warm in my room, so I took my shirt off. Um, but yeah, like, like, kind of like what I alluded to earlier with, with the Champions League talk. Um. Uh, the Premier League fixture um, was kind of the game that made me realize, like, holy shit, like, this is one of the best teams in, in, in Europe right now. Like, you can put them up against any of the greats from, from, from whatever time period because they're so well-drilled. They're so kind of cohesive as a unit at, like – and I know we've talked about it before, but, like, yeah, they don't have a striker. Do they really need a striker? Um, just because well, they had one, they had one this game. They they played they played Jesus, which was a strange like choice, but it it worked. He scored, um, and he has been he scores a lot against Liverpool. So. Well, 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 yes, but like I was I was in the gym watching the game, and kind of I just kind of had this like holy shit, like I always because I never really go out of my way to see a city game, um, but I decided to tune into the to the Liverpool games and it's like wow like this is this is a really good team and it's kind of like going under my nose even though like I know how good they are I've just never kind of like made it click um I I don't know I the stats from this game are let me just look at them really quickly uh let's see statistics they're relatively city favoring, I would say. I mean, not super so, but the overall more shots, more shots on target, higher possession. City are, I think, the better team overall. If I just, I mean, Liverpool, they're, I'm not shocked. I just not even, I, I think I would be surprised if they somehow won this title. Like City are just, they are just a better team. They've, they have more convincing results. They have more convincing wins. They look better on when they play, when they're on the field. I just, I don't know. It'll like this two-two draw makes sense to me, like from a uh, from the perspective that Liverpool is trying to make this a challenge. But going forward, who has the harder schedule? Does anyone know? It's it's Liverpool. It's not even close. Liverpool have to play. Um, well, they have to play Everton, United, and uh, Spurs. Spurs is a big one. Um, I'm not super confident against Spurs uh, right now. And I don't think you should be. But like, 
Um, but it's just like, yeah. And like, I, I, like, I understand why this is still a conversation. It obviously should be their point apart in the table, but I think at the end of the day, it's going to be a city. Like, I think Liverpool has a higher chance of winning the Champions League than they do the Prem. Um, and like, I've been saying that for a while because they're just a better cup team than a league team. Um, as you know, as showed by that. Yeah, dude, they like they they won the league, but in in general, they do better in cups. That's like I think that's a Liverpool fact. I think that's just like a I, I wouldn't I don't know, I, I wouldn't call Liverpool like a like a cup team, you know, like like Chelsea was a cup. Chelsea have reached fucking every single final for no reason, except for this Champions League final. Yeah, yet. I mean, and Chelsea is an FA Cup team. Doesn't matter which manager we have. Liverpool is also FA Cup. Liverpool is also this year has reached is probably going to reach every cup final that they can probably be in. Um, I I think they're better overall because of the way they play and like because of the way they play and also how how do I put this the 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 stadium and the fan the atmosphere and all that type of stuff they're just better they're better overall when it comes to like one off not not one off knockout games but knockout games like yeah they 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 perform better in those situations over than over the course of a season um and like they're obviously still really good but. If in comparison to City, I think they're gonna they're just not gonna win the title. Uh and I, 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 what I I just because like Liverpool haven't won as many like Premier Leagues as City has and and they've won more kind of like knockout based like tournaments, I don't think that makes them like a cup team. I think that just means I mean, that they cup teams that they I, I just think that means they handle it better than city does because like city you know what i mean because like if if they were truly a cup team you know like they would be down you know no no i mean i'm not th- saying they're down you know third, third fourth fifth but like they're in the last well besides last year but like you know when what was it 2018 19 they had what 98 points that's yeah. not that's not just a cup team. They they I know, I, cup you know what I mean. So it's like, word. but in comparison to City, I think City is a much more. I think it is more likely that City wins the league and Liverpool wins the Champions League. I think that I, is I get what you're I get what you're saying, and I, I don't disagree with you. I just think that calling them a cup team is like yeah. I, it's, I, I feel I feel like cup team is a very think, specific thing. Um, and like Liverpool aren't that. Like that's not something that you Liverpool are better in cups, but that doesn't make them a cup. Like yeah. Yeah. In, in 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 a universe where it's literally just Liverpool and City, then then yeah, sure, Liverpool's a cup team, but it's yeah, like, and, the, and the City's the prep team, sure, yeah. But it's like the, I feel like they're they're even. It's just Liverpool can handle it better. Um, well, I mean, also like I don't know, like I mean nowadays, I mean I've always said this, but I mean they always complain about lack of squad depth and yada yada yada. So over the course of the season, that makes it harder to win leagues even though i don't even think that that's true um, well, tried his best to get knocked out of the uh league <laughs> he really really did like, <laughs> he did not uh, care, like early rounds like he did not he even said he doesn't care it's just like he just happened to win that one that was a complete accident <laughs> <laughs> and then they're like oh quadruples uh, on so now he's playing strong teams for, for the fa cup all right. Well, I mean, moving on. Uh, Chelsea actually beat Palace in the other in the other semifinal of the FA Cup. Uh, Hunter, you have a solid two minutes to talk about this. I won't need it. Um, 
the the first half of the game was very nervy for me. Um, I kind of hated it. But then, you know, like I said earlier, Team Auburn is kind of turning up. Um, he had a great assist to Mason Mount. Uh, so Mason Mount's turning up again. Ruben Loftus-Cheek scored a goal. Who would have thunk? Um, he slammed that ball. That was a very nice goal. It was. It, it was and, and that's the goal that Chelsea fans have been waiting for for the last, like, four fucking years from him. But all he can really do right now is dribble really, really well for a guy who's, like, six foot four. And like, uh, what was it, Moussa Ndebele? Yeah, just, just for some reason has really good close control. Um, but it, it's kind of the history of the club um, to make it to an FA Cup final. So I I wouldn't have been surprised at all if, if Chelsea lost to Crystal Palace. But, you know. Well, Connor, Connor Gallagher wasn't playing, right? No, he couldn't play. Yeah. That's, that's, that, that's probably helped you out. Apparently, Crystal Palace, uh, cheekily, the commentator said, requested Chelsea that Connor Gallagher – play and Chelsea said fuck you um classic but but like you know it uh Kovacic had to come off injured after after 25 minutes which was really really upsetting because when he's at his best he he's such like a a workhorse in the midfield and just kind of controls the game there was um, a meme there was a meme about Kovacic being, being made out of Weedabix I thought that was really funny <laughs> <laughs> yeah um but like Tony Rudiger kind of proving why he's honestly one of the best center backs in the league. Um, Bro, he thought he was a striker. Did you see? Like, I think it was like late on in the game. Um, and I didn't really, I thought it was Lukaku because like I just saw him like charge through. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. And like, like he, it was like, it was like a side footed finish and it just got, it got like, it got uh, side tackled away. But I was like, and then it, it zoomed in and it was Rudiger. I was like, what the fuck? Oh, also, um, it, Ian Dark was the main commentator, but I, I forget who was the color commentator. I can I can hear his voice. I forget his name. Um, but he was like, oh, because uh, Aspilicueta started at right center back. He's like, yeah, like he's not a natural right center back. And I was like, the best we've ever seen Aspilicueta ever was at right center back when he was one of the best defenders in the league under Antonio Conte. What do you mean he's not naturally a right center back? But. Yeah, that that was my 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 gripe early this morning. It was um, it was an American guy talking about soccer, so clearly American guys talking about soccer. No, no, it was a, no, it was a it was a British guy. Are you sure? I thought I thought it was an American guy. On the, no, it was it was Ian Dark, who's definitely British, and then another guy <laughs> who definitely was not American. Um. Um. Oh, wait. Yeah. Right. I, I I'm I'm very happy that Kai Havertz is kind of finding his own and Timo Werner is kind of starting to do things um, because hopefully he'll build momentum and confidence. The, the both of them will build momentum and confidence throughout this, uh, the rest of this year and then in the end of the summer. And then we don't ever have to talk about Lukaku ever again. Um, um, uh, well, I mean, wait, the- speak, speaking of Americans, like, are we, are we going to talk about sex stuff? I feel like we need to talk about Zach. I, I would, uh, okay, we can. Yeah, sure. I mean, did anyone who who was it? Who was it that was like that was like oh like it'll be fine? And then I was like, do you watch the goal? And you were like, no. And then I said the goal, and you're like, oh. It might have been. It might have been me. No, because I don't. I, I'm not a Zach Steffen fan. Um, yeah. but it was. 
I mean, the first the first goal happened when Kanate scored, and I I was like, oh, that like wasn't great goalkeeping, but like whatever. It's it's headers are kind of a crapshoot. They're not always like easy to save, and like that save would have looked spectacular if it if it had come off. That's a pass. Um, Sadio Mane. I mean, first of all, wonderful closing down. Second of all, he had a good three seconds to get that out of his feet. And, like, I understand that it's pet ball and, like, you have to pass it. Like, like, yeah, they, uh, it was like, keep, keep the ball, pass the ball, keep the ball, pass the ball, take the ball, pass the ball, whatever. Um, but, I mean, like, there's got to be a point where you at least boot it, you know, or, like, pass it to Ake, pass it to Cancelo. Like, the, he Ake had was wide open. didn't have options. Nathan Ake was, was like, visibly, like, not necessarily like, like upset, but like, yeah, I fucking expected this shit. Yeah, he, he didn't. That's he, like none of them looked like frustrated. They were just like, oh, you know, <laughs> figured as much. Yeah, like, yeah. And it's like it, it just perplexes me how like people can defend him not going and getting regular minutes on the basis of, oh, he gets to train with good people. It's like tra- training with I would I would rather him play day in, day out in the championship than train in the in the premier league because like that mental error is is such a just kind of lack of sharp match sharpness i mean is ethan horvath their number one then no matt turner ethan it, horvath isn't matt turner he's on he's on like he's he's on some team he's on the bench too now because he, he he left uh, I, I think he, left he revolution well yes but but it's like even for the men's national team, it's like oh, yeah, like. Sorry, he's gonna join Arsenal in on July 2022, so he'll he'll also be on the bench. Will he even be their backup? Like, I'm not even sure who's Arsenal's backup. Keeper. No, I think uh, Leno's their backup. Leno's <laughs> their backup now, but but I wouldn't be surprised if they sold Leno. Um, but it's like before that transfer, I would I would have said like, why would we not play Matt Turner? He's on. He's he he has the match sharpness and Ethan Horvath is kind of an adventure every time he plays clearly. Um, but he's but getting championship like, minutes. What's up? He's getting championship minutes. Who is? Uh, Horvath. He's on Nottingham Forest. And they're Nottingham Forest. Well, not, he's not re- doing that either. Very, very recently, like, things, things have changed because like Ethan Horvath just recently won the starting gig for Forest. So it's like, I don't know. Um, I, w- I, 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 I don't know why Ethan Horvath doesn't get more minutes because I think he played really, really well given his opportunities. Um, but I think right now for me, it's Matt Turner, and then we'll see what happens this summer. Um, um, well, you have, a whole, you have a whole summer to figure this out. Uh, seeing, I'm just looking at the championship standings. Iron Forest is in fifth, uh, which means they could potentially make a return to the Prem next year. Uh, It'd be cool. If- That'd be kind of cool, cool having a two-time European champ back in the front. <laughs> um, <laughs> History. Uh, uh, yeah. Then, okay. Well, I mean, moving on again uh, to, I think I'm, we're, we're, we, we hopping back to the Prem. A bunch of things have happened recently. Uh, so United, Ronaldo, I think scored a hat trick to beat Norwich 3-2. Uh, may have been a perfect hat trick. I'm not really sure about it. Um, then Southampton beat Arsenal 1-0, uh, and uh, Brighton beat Tottenham 1-0. So the current standings of the table are Tottenham in fourth on 57 points and 32 games played, United in fifth on 54 points and 32 games played, 
and then Arsenal in sixth on 54 points and 31 games played. So uh, who the fuck wants to qualify for that fourth spot? Who wants it? Who's going to take it? I mean, we were, Arsenal looked like they were going to have it at the end of the day, but now they've kind of like squandered a little bit of that lead away over the last uh, two successive losses to Brighton and Southampton. So I, mean, I, I, I my money is on Spurs at the end of the day. I mean, I know the documentary is there and I still would like that to happen, but um, yeah, in general, if I put my logical money is still on Spurs. It's been, it's been that way for a while. Though. Arsenal have three losses in a row where they've only scored one goal. They've scored, uh, Arsenal have scored three, uh, two oh, goals yeah, in their last five games with one win. Which is a which is a more polite title or which is a more polite race the the fourth spot for Premier League or the the for the Serie A title race? What do you mean polite? Like everyone's mean? like, oh, you go ahead. No, 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 you go ahead. Oh, no, no, please, I insist. <laughs> I, I, um, I think the Prem just because it's kind of it, well, it's like three and a half teams if you want to throw in West Ham. It's like well, I mean, Serie, Serie A is also three teams. As well, Napoli, Milan, and Inter, uh, all of which I, I I would say they're all. I think I don't know. I can't choose between the two of them uh, because again, those teams are all like four points like off of each other uh, in terms of like games and stuff. Like it, it doesn't. I can't really choose to be honest. I think Serie A just because it's like because uh, it's a title as opposed to a Champions League spot, but. Um. I, yeah. Well, surely that, I, surely that would make the the Prem one more polite. Cause like, no, I don't want the Champions League spot. That comes with a lot of money. You can have it. Whereas the Serie A, it's like they're all almost guaranteed to come top four too. So. Yeah, but they also uh, Milan and Napoli haven't Napoli haven't won a Serie A since like, uh, God, Diego Maradona or some shit probably. And then Milan hasn't won one since Alexander Pato. Um. So. <laughs> It's been like 10 years, obviously. So this is a big deal for both of those clubs. I think it's less of a big deal for Inter. Like, I think Inter obviously wants to win it. But besides the point, who's 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 finishing in fourth? Give me a team. Uh, I refuse to say United. Um, so I will say – I'll say Spurs. Honestly, I, I like both Spurs and Arsenal. Um, yeah, whatever. That's legal. Sue me. Like, I don't know. I don't really care for them, but, like, I don't, I don't mind either of them. Uh, so I, I'll say Spurs. Um, yeah, I mean, I'm the same way. I I, I kind of want Arsenal just for the documentary aspect of it, but I also like Conte and Spurs. I don't – either or. Would Actually, no, no, no. I'm going to say Arsenal because we, we have to beat Spurs. No, no, no. We're, we're going to say Arsenal. <laughs> um, but, I mean, that's, that's – I mean, Hunter, these are your two biggest rivals in the actuality of it. Uh, what, do you, what do you got? I mean, you don't – They're our biggest rival. Our biggest rivals are actually Fulham and West Ham. Um, all right, all right. Don't forget Brentford. That. And Brentford yeah. fucking also, apparently. Also Sunderland. I don't I, – I really – I think I have to say Spurs uh, because I, I still like Antonio Conte. I think he has what it takes to get it done wherever he goes. Um, and with the recent skid that Arsenal has been on, I don't think they have enough time to, to turn it around enough um, – and I just really I, – I don't want United to, to finish top four, and I don't think they will either. As long as they keep captaining uh, Harry Maguire, I just don't think – like, 
unless Ronaldo pulls out hat tricks every game like he did. But like, I just, I just don't think they have enough like team players to come together and, and, and secure top four. Ozo Hunter, be careful. Your number one rival is coming for you. They're, they're first on top of the champions, the, the championship. I, 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 quite I, a few I, points. I, I think, I think Fulham have like already guaranteed their, uh, the promotion. promotion. Um, oh, for, for context, for any listeners, I know, I know a lot of the listeners do, do know what we're talking about, but, uh, it's it, basically Chelsea are located in London and they have no like actual rivals. Um, so we just kind of make up rivals from other teams that are in London. Tottenham have Spurs uh, and they, they fight each other, but Chelsea just kind of have like West Ham and like Fulham and I don't know who the fuck else. <laughs> Brentford, like we said. So there's in, just random ass London team. In, in FIFA 07 or 08 on my DS uh, many many years ago, um, it would it would auto select you to the rival, and it always auto selected Arsenal. So I always thought that Chelsea and Arsenal yeah. were rivals until I learned about the North London derby, and I was like, oh, we don't really have anybody, do we? We don't. I uh, I would say Arsenal. Don't have anyone? <laughs> I, I go alone. To be fair, because Arsenal will will pull off like the odd win. Like Chelsea's, I think overall considered a better team than Arsenal. In like over the last like decade or so, but Arsenal will pull off the odd win against Chelsea and like fuck up their lives for like every now and then. Where I don't think that really happens all that much with Spurs. Um, so I don't know. Uh, I mean, so we got a Tottenham, Tottenham, and Arsenal. All right. Well, we'll see. Oh, and I mean, I, I guess uh, this does bear mentioning and discussion if you feel if you guys feel like it does. But Sean Dyche did get shit sacked. He was the longest-serving manager in the Prem. Uh, one win, one draw in his last five games. Or actually, no. I did, was he the manager against West, West Ham? I don't think he was. Um, but No, no. Uh, you know who the West Ham was, what, today, yesterday? It was yesterday. Today. It was today. Or yesterday for you because you're in India. But um, uh, you know who managed against West Ham? Fucking Ben Me. All right, Ben Me. <laughs> Wait, really? <laughs> yeah, it was like it was like four people, um, That's and Ben Me was one of them. They don't. They don't even have any, like an interim manager. So like Benby was sitting there with like a tracksuit on, <laughs> managing uh, Burnley. Was he? I I would have loved to see him on the team sheet. Let's let me see if he's on he the he team. wasn't. But like, yeah. So he was I, just. He was but just like, managing. I guarantee you, like he like. That's kind of cool, player manager. Um. Well, he 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 took he took more points than either of our teams did at London Stadium. So. <laughs> Uh, uh, according to one football, uh, the manager for Burnley is Michael Jackson. Excuse me? <laughs> Michael James Jackson from England is the, is, 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 sorry, he's the coach, but, but Michael Jackson is now the manager of, of Burnley. Right, right. <laughs> um, well, I mean, I don't know. Any, any thoughts on Sean Dash? I'm just hoping this makes Burnley go into a free fall. Um, yeah, it probably will. Well, I think I think we should we should remember some of his moments. Um, I'm not a, like a massive Sean Dyche fan, but I will. I want to put in memoriam uh, his team talk that inspired uh, Burnley to beat Everton, which was at halftime they went in two uh, one down, and Sean Dyche goes, "These don't know how to win," and then <laughs> and then they beat Everton because Everton doesn't know how to win. <laughs> There's a, a picture circulating where it's Sean Dyche. Um... Out just having a pint 
in in the pubs in England, uh, just because he now can. It's just like he 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 he's, he found himself with the weekend off now, so he's like, ah, might as well go go to the bars and and have a couple of pints with some lads. Who is who is the now the new longest serving manager in the Prem? Is it Klopp? Klopp, baby. Wow. So he's up next, huh? Hey. Watch it. <laughs> well, no, well, no. Wait, wait. He's he's next, and then no, it's Gerard. whoever whoever the Watford manager is now is is the one that's next. Also, no, Jared's the next one to leave, I guess, after being the longest serving manager in the club. So the next time we talk about the longest serving manager being gone, it'll be here in the bottom. Um, but uh, well, moving on. I mean, the that that wraps up the prem. Unless anyone has else has anything to talk about in the prem, but I I uh, I see nothing of note. Well, that you're. Happened. I, I doubt Ronaldo scored a perfect hat trick because I think we would have heard about it 15 times by now if Ronaldo had scored a perfect hat trick. So. That's, that's his 45th perfect hat trick yeah. of his career. <laughs> Since turning 30. He, he's actually had 30 hat tricks before and after turning 30. I saw that. That's kind of cool. Yeah. That's a fun little stat right there. And he scored a free kick, so fuck it. You can never yeah, have what a hat the fuck? trick. <laughs> Just pops out of nowhere and scores free. Like, yeah, I, I'm. I'm very confused as to how he's still allowed to take free kicks. It's because he's like, you. He he'll show up with like his fucking little birth marker, his mole on his lip, and 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 flex his 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 his, his lats and be like, "You really got? You're really gonna take that away from the man? No, he'll eat you alive. You don't want to be touched by the mole. <laughs> <laughs> he'll send one. He'll he'll send one of his kids after you." <laughs> No, uh, oh, did, did you see the video of, of uh, Cristiano Jr. being like, Man United are rubbish? Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, I've seen yeah. that. Yeah, everyone's seen that where the guy, where that kid walks up to him and it's like, You having a fun time? And he's like, Yeah, it's like, but United are shit, aren't they? And it's like, Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and who then is, the kid just walks away. Who was born in California, by the way? American yeah. Chris, uh, Cristiano Ronaldo Jr. has American citizenship and he calls it soccer. So. And he has an American accent. Um, my, my thing is, if you have an American accent, you speak English or American. Um, but, <laughs> I'd be really <laughs> fucked up if, if just some guy with an American accent was playing for another country. That would just sound so funny. I, I like, no, I mean, what's his, there, there have been plenty of those. Fucking, uh, uh, uh Jesse Rossi. Rossi. Yeah. Jesse Rossi is the big one. Uh, there's another one. I think Daniel Van Boyten, too. Does anyone remember him? He's played for I've, Belgium. No. I've heard the name because I've played for Belgium. Jesse Rossi, yeah. He's a center back from Bayern Munich who played was like a starter on Bayern in the mid two thousands. Who never played for the U.S. He played for Belgium instead for no fucking reason. Um, and yeah, there 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 have been a decent amount of those. I mean, yeah, again, if you're an American, if you if you speak English with an American accent, you are American. Like I I I don't I I'm sorry. Like you have to. Like it's like when, I mean this happens a lot of times in other sports and like tennis where fucking Sharapova and Naomi Osaka don't play for the U.S. And I'm like, you guys are literally Americans. But it doesn't matter. This is wrong sport. Wrong sport. Wrong sport. Wrong gender. All right, moving on. Um, sorry, I just get really annoyed when people who aren't from the U.S. who are from the U.S. play for other countries for like endorsements or whatever. Just like play for your fucking country. Um, but so, okay, never mind. We'll figure that out later. later. Um, but but you know, uh, we, we the, got we got Sergio Dutch walking around with his. <laughs> We got Anthony Robinson walking around with English accent. Like, yeah, go go back and play for your damn country. 
I think it's different if you can't make your country's team, but if you can make your country's team and you just choose not to for some reason, like, I don't know. It makes me annoyed. Like, uh, Zaha Sorry, continue. Um, well, all right. Well, elsewhere in Europe, we'll, we'll move on. Real Madrid actually beat Sevilla. I think it may have been a comeback, uh, 3-2. Oh, yeah, it was a ridiculous comeback. It was, I like, 2-0 so. until, like, the very end. And then I think the last, like, 20 minutes, all three goals were scored, and Benzema scored. Uh, Benzema's was winner was scored in the 90th. Yeah, Benzema scores a winner in the 90th, and then Nacho scored a, a, an 82 minute, 82nd minute equalizer um, after Rodrigo scored in the 50th. Rodrigo coming to form. I really like Rodrigo, if no one can tell. I always talk about him. I think he's so good. Um, but uh, yeah, that happened. I mean, doesn't really have that much implications because Barcelona won, or Barcelona hasn't played yet, but Atletico won. Uh, the Sevilla one, um, um, Atletico one. So, really, the table stays exactly the same. I mean, fun fact, uh, I think it's does right now. Barcelona has two games in hand, but second, third, and fourth are all level on 60 points in La Liga, which I think is pretty cool. I think it's also um, important to note that uh, Ancelotti decided to give Mariano Diaz uh, time rather than give Gareth Bale time. Um, Mariano Diaz, I'm, I'm sure we all remember him as the guy who took the number seven after Ronaldo left. That didn't work that fucking banger a couple years ago where he does like a Ronaldo chop and like shoots it like a curling shot against fuck I forgot who it was I think it may have been like Inter a couple years ago and like uh, it was like a winner I don't never mind I don't know I just think about that goal a lot because it's really good um but uh yeah elsewhere um then Leipzig Leverkusen was a big uh, uh Champions League place for third while Leipzig ended up winning again uh, actually, no, it's Dominic Sabasalai scored. But again, who's carrying Leipzig, even though he didn't score his game. Uh, and then, uh, what's it called? Like Classique happened, and uh, PSG beat uh, Marseille 2-1 with goals by Neymar and Mbappe, who decided to just be good now. Um, or Neymar, Neymar has decided to become good ever since being knocked out of the Champions League. He's scoring every other game. Um, but... Oh, and the, but rounding out were Cali or Bologna actually. Um, well, no one knows what Karen's saying right now because he's yeah. way much frozen. Um, and, no, and he's still, he's, he's still talking. Napoli, so if Roma, he's still oh no, he's he's frozen again. <laughs> no, I mean uh, I need him muted. until he figures it out. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. All right. I think I think he's, I think you can take him out of timeout now. Uh, he can take himself out of timeout. I, I have, I can. I, am I still like? Is this still? Uh... Yeah, you're okay now. Good. All right. So, what was the last thing you guys heard? Um, uh, you said you said a bunch of uh, legal stuff, but we're gonna pretend we heard that, so we can not talk about that. I mean, uh, I'm just saying. To start, uh, you, you had Marseille. Um, but Juventus, yeah, Juventus drew Bologna, uh, in Serie A, and. Uh, let's see. Inter won. Milan won. Napoli plays Roma tomorrow. Serie's relatively uh, tight. I just wanted to say that if Roma are able to beat Napoli, they're only three points off of Juventus in fourth. So um, that would be great. I would just really, really love it if Roma and Josie Marina are able to knock Juventus out of the Champions League. But they do have the harder schedule going forward, so it is unlikely. Roma is taking Napoli and then Inter. Um, also ne- next week, uh, next week they have Inter. Um, so that would be crazy if they pulled off wins against Roma and Inter. Effectively, like pretty is, much clinching the title for one. 
I would, the thing is like, I don't even think that's unlikely if Roma beating Napoli or, or Inter. Like I could see them winning one of those games. There's uh, something I in think, the sausage water at Bodo Glimp that Roma is. Yeah, <laughs> I can see them. Like they're, they're playing relatively well in Serie A. Um, and then I just really hope they can take Juventus out. Like I would just absolutely, absolutely love that. But again, it seems relatively unlikely. Um, but all right, well, moving on. We have, uh, well, we're going to finish off with all the previews that we need to get through. So the first one that we're going to go to uh, is Liverpool United. How are we feeling about that? I'm going to go with a Liverpool win. I think a Liverpool win this one. I think it'll be a nice 3-0 win. Uh, I'm not as confident. I'll say like 2-0. I don't know. I don't know why I'm not that confident. But I'm not. Is this, oh, this is an Anfield too. Yeah, whatever. Two, I'll say 2-0 Liverpool. 7-0 Liverpool and Maguire to score an own goal. Um, got it. Uh, well, then we have uh, Everton Leicester, which I will go with a nice one-one draw because Everton likes. I don't know. It's like a mid-table team. I don't think they're going to lose. They're, they're in a little bit of form, but I also don't think they're going to lose. Uh, Leicester four 0 Everton. Jesus. It'll either be in Everton win by by one goal, so like two one one zero. Or, yeah, like a 3-0 Leicester win. Well, shit. Uh, Chelsea Arsenal, big game. It's a big rivalry. Probably our biggest. Um, I'm, I'm going to go with kind of the same thing. Either Chelsea win like 2-1 or probably a, like a 1-1 or 2-2 draw. I think it's going to be a 2-2 draw as well, actually. Yeah, I think I'm, I think I'm, I'm with two two draw. Uh, Merseyside Derby we got coming up next weekend. Uh, I feel like this game is always hard for Liverpool for some reason. Where's it being played? Does anyone know where? Where was the last one played? I think it's this at one, Anfield. This is at Anfield. Uh, I think Liverpool's gonna win. Two one. <laughs> it was a it was a really long consideration for your decision at the end to be. Hmm, I think Liverpool's gonna win. Yeah, I mean, I think Everton always gives this game like this is not gonna be an easy win, but I think they will win. I think, but the, Everton always gives Liverpool trouble in this picture. <laughs> they didn't. They didn't last time. Um, <laughs> yeah, you know what? You're right. You're right. They scored. It was it was four one. That's. The close one. Ooh. Yeah, actually, no, I do remember this. I was getting my booster shot when this happened. Um, <laughs> uh, I, I, I'd say 3 0. All right. 5 uh, 0 Liverpool. It's at, that, it's at home and against Everton. Kanati's going to um, score again. Kanati has scored three goals in his last three games. <laughs> he, will be, he will be scoring goals against uh, United and also Everton. If Matsit plays, he scores one from 35. No, no, Matthew's dribbling from 35. <laughs> He's just dribbling right into the goal. Uh, well, then we also actually um, have some other games in the Prem that I have now have just realized. Uh, we have Arsenal United. It's happening next weekend as well. Barring a Ronaldo hat trick, uh, Arsenal 2-1. 
I will actually go with the United win on this one for some reason. I think it's going to be Ronaldo 2. I also I think it'll be United 2-1. I, I agree with Kieran for some reason, but I'll say United 3-2. Uh, and then we also have Chelsea West Ham. Big, big rivalry, rivalry. We the other big rivalry we have. <laughs> uh, what was the result of the, of the reverse fixture? Nothing Me good. Too. Three two West Ham. Yeah. Fuck. Uh, that was when Chelsea were in the title race. They're actually in for at the time. And so worked. West Ham fucked it up for us, huh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. West Ham was your problem. West Ham fucked it up, and then our wing backs got injured at the same fucking time. All right, all right. What's the score? Two one Chelsea or three zero West Ham. It cannot go in between. I think it's gonna be two two draw. Say like one one. That's fair. Because West Ham is West Ham's gonna be resting players for Europa League. <laughs> <laughs> um. Well, then here. I mean, I know you guys don't want to preview this, but it is a cup final, and the Copa del Rey final is happening. So. Let's get this out of the way. Betis is playing Valencia. Those are two pretty decent teams. And uh, what Betis is higher in the table. Let's go with 1-0 Betis. I don't know. Uh, I like uh, Nabil Fakir. He plays for Betis. And also, I think, I think his name is like Sergi Canales. Um, he also plays for Betis. So 2-0 Betis. Based on nothing but FIFA. Fair enough. Um, I don't know. Like one, one Betis was on penalties. <laughs> All right, cool. All right, now we got a bunch of Serie A games to go through before we end off. Um, Romanopoli is the first one. Uh, I think I'm gonna go with the one zero Roma win. Actually, I kind of want Roma to win this game. Yeah, I'm gonna say the same. Uh, two two zero Roma. Uh, Tammy scored at least one. 3-1 Roma, and Jose gets a yellow card. Nice. Uh, Lazio Milan, another big game in the context of the title race in Serie uh, I'm going to go 1-0, 2-0 Milan. Yeah, I think Milan takes it pretty easy. 2-1 uh, Milan. 1-0 uh, Milan, goal scored after the 60th minute. Ooh. Nice. Um. Then uh, finishing off, we have Inter-Roma. Again, I actually think Inter won this. It'll be like a nice 2-1 Inter or something like that. Tammy Hattrick, Jose, crazy social media post. Dude, imagine, just imagine that actually happened. I can't. Yeah, I mean, we're, we all picked Tammy to score a brace, and then he scored a brace last time, so. Uh... Clearly, we're magic. Two two ten minus four one. Um. All right. Well, then finishing off, uh, Inter and Milan are playing each other in the Serie A uh, Copa 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 Italia second leg. I think currently it is zero zero on aggregate. So who we who do we have going? Milan all the way, baby. Milan domestic double. Domestic double. I think Milan can win at least one trophy this year. Yeah, I think if I think just for narrative sake, I think if Inter wins Serie A, 
Milan's going to win Copa Italia. So this is going to basically going to decide the title race right here. Whoever wins this, the other person's going to win Serie A. Um, but, uh, oh, I mean, finishing off, I mean, Juventus Fiorentina is the other game, but I think we all think Juventus is going to win that. Um, the, we have Dare Classicers next week to actually finish off, which is always a fun time, even though Bayern, this is basically irrelevant. But uh, Dortmund is actually in pretty good form. They sixth one Wolfsburg and they're 2 0 uh, They 2 0 uh, Stuttgart last week. And Bayern, you know, they did just lose to, Liverpool, to Villarreal. So I'm going to go, I don't know. I, I kind of want Dortmund to win. So I'm going to go with 1 0 Dortmund to win. Yeah, but Bayern are like revenge merchants. Like they, they lose one and they come back and just try to flame the next team. So, uh, I say like three one Bayern. Although I'd love it, I'd love it if Dortmund would win. Uh, also, Dortmund scored five before half. I didn't realize that. That's ridiculous. yeah, they did. I thought that I thought it, I thought they were going to double digit Wolfsburg, and then they just said I don't give a fuck anymore. Yeah. But Holland's back on the score sheet, so that means he'll probably score at least one against Bayern. But I think it'll be a two two one Bayern. What would that make the table if they won? If Dortmund won? Uh, I mean, it would be irrelevant still. Yeah, I know. But I just wanted – they're nine points ahead, so it would make it six, which with uh, four games left, three games left. Three games left after that. So, I think – Yeah. The the battle now is for Champions League. Well, yeah. I mean, it it always has been. I just – and Bayern's like – Bayern's remaining schedule is like relatively easy. So, yeah, this is – this is a put a sock in it right here, but – which is unfortunate, but uh, I just want to see a Dortmund Bundesliga win sometime soon. Maybe honestly, I feel like Leipzig's more likely to win the Bundesliga before Dortmund does. Um, I I, but, I I just want to say at the bottom of the Bundesliga table, uh, Gerther Fourth are have conceded on average almost two and a half goals a game. They've they thirty games and they've conceded seventy two goals and only scored twenty four for a negative forty eight goal difference. That's really really bad. And I think they're mathematically out and relegated. Yeah, I mean that makes sense. Um, I swear, how how bad is Slurnatana doing? They uh they still pretty terrible. Negative forty four goal difference. Um, and then the prime, oh, you want to pull they, up a goal difference? Prem, <laughs> they've had sixty nine goals scored against. Nice, <laughs> <laughs> nice. Uh, the Prem Norwich, which I'm, I'm trying to figure out which is the worst team in. Top five of Europe's bottom bottom teams, obviously other than other than the league on one because the league on, you know, they're not even that terrible. They might even get relegated. I'm gonna go with uh, Grudefurt. That's probably the worst one, but I don't know. All right. Uh, unless anyone has anything else to mention, speak now or forever hold your peace. Moldovan Super League is still rigged as fuck. I was I was hoping Hunter would come in with this. What do we got, Hunter? Break it down for us. Um, yeah. <laughs> oh God. Uh, I I think this might be from last year, but I found a different table that added two more teams, uh, and they've now played thirty six games apparently, or something. Um, what do you mean? And there's a, a team with hundred and nineteen goals conceded and twenty six scored. For a negative ninety. Oh no, they were they withdrew from the league. That's why it was weird. Yeah, because um, they had hundred plus goals scored against them. And 
but but they still came in tenth below a team that was expelled from the league. <laughs> so I'm I'm trying to find the table that I always use, but uh, it's it's so there there used to be ten teams in the table. Aha! Here we go. Twenty uh, through twenty four match weeks. Um, Floresti is still on negative six points. Uh, zero wins, zero draws, 23 losses. Um, they are a solid 30 points behind the seventh place team who only have 24 points. So I think they're uh, kind of fucked. Well, with that down, that riveting update of the Maldonado Super League, I think we are good for this week. Uh, we will see you guys next week where we will definitely be putting it out an episode. Like uh, for for sure, like probably, I just probably. more than like more than Most, likely, ninety percent chance, fifty, we'll 30 percent. There's at least like a forty-five percent chance. Well, we either do or we don't, so it's fifty-fifty. <laughs> but the house dads work at all. <laughs> <laughs> it depends on you know whether I'm at the gym. Chris has a girlfriend to see. Part of is I don't know doing whatever making tea. Yeah, <laughs> or. Hunter is usually working or seeing some girlfriend or, you know, all that type of stuff. So, God, I'm the only one who does. Goodbye. I'll see you guys later. Thanks for listening. Uh, Peace out. We'll see you next time. Goodbye.